This is I Don't Care If You Listen podcast with my mom, Charlene, and my auntie, Bianca. Well, how are you? Busy as ever. Yeah. How, how is physical therapy today? Um, painful. Yeah, is he doing all right? It's just assessment, but yeah, got through that. Yeah. And just busy at work. One of my soups is out. Oh, I'm covering. And that's a job in itself. Yeah. And your job on top of that. Right on. Well, I've got my five-year-old watching um, Star Wars in the next room. I put the whole movie on for him. Do you know he went from loving everything Thomas to loving everything Star Wars? Like everything? He knows all the different characters. He knows exactly what order they come in and everything. That is how Camaria was with uh, football. Yeah. And he can tell you who won the first Super Bowl, what year Green Baby won their first uh, Super Bowl. Isn't that uh, nuts? like, if your ass don't learn the order of operations. <laughs> Lee, I really want to get this out there. Like, I, what the scariest part for me is putting this out there for us. And I really need to cross that threshold of the scary part. Well, I think we need to start um, promoting it now, saying, uh-oh, it's coming. Uh, I'm not worried about promoting it. I mean, if you want to, I'm not worried about promoting it as much. I'm just worried about, not worried, worried is the wrong word. I am anxious about getting it out there. Oh, okay. I understand. Like, it needs to be cut fixed you know produced i need to get it off when i say off my plate i need to put it out there like okay chris has been on me about podcasting for the past two years and he basically thinks i'm crazy for not doing it and there's a million reasons why i don't i have never been drawn to it i especially don't like the fact that you can't have like a live audience so what they say in radio is if you and i have too much agreement we have too much me too they call it too much me tooism this is before the Me Too movement. We used to call it Me Tooism. But basically, like, if they don't like two hosts that agree on it. We got group thing. That's what we call it. I'm not sure. I am at a psychological stage to deal with anyone who's not on that page with me right now. I don't want to sit and right. talk to people. I really don't want to sit and talk to people that are ignorant and stupid right now. I'm not interested, <laughs> and I don't want to waste my time doing it. I got my kid watching Star Wars. He's going to probably have yogurt for dinner because that's what's up. I want to do that. I'm giving that time up because this is, when I talk to you, it's my therapy. I can. need to record this. But it's true. Like, you are my therapy. You are. I understand. You're logic to me. Like, you make sense to me. This makes sense with you. This makes sense with my husband. This makes sense. But this doesn't make sense with a lot of people right now. And I don't make sense with people. And I can't have conversations. Well, it's not about, it's not about people who don't, who we don't want to just talk with if we don't want to converse with you we don't want to converse with you this is our show right and this whole like you know do i miss radio yeah i miss broadcasting i do miss broadcasting but i really miss it because i miss talking to the listeners i miss posing a question and then asking the sociologist in me likes to do that research on the fly what's the first body part you wash when you get in the shower you know like (laughs) those are things that i think are interesting and make humanity interesting it is and that's what makes us all the same you know what i mean yeah but that's the kicker is i don't want to do traditional 
type of shows and broadcasting because I don't necessarily want to have differences with people I am spending my energy and time with. I just don't want to have those differences. And there's some core differences. We can have differences like you and I will have differences, but there's like... Right. But there's a way to, you know, we know how to navigate through that. Right. And I know that core values are the same. Yeah, the core values are there. We're there. Exactly. We're there. And that's kind of where my head's at with it. So when we talk about why we're doing this and we talk about what we're doing and how we want to organize it or however we want to promote it, I don't know that I really... I'm at a place in my life where I care if we promote it or not. We can. But okay. Well, people I, listen I, to it. Cool. I am. Well, sweet. <laughs> well, sweet. So the part that does kill me is not being able to have other people chime in. But I think we could probably figure that out along the way. I don't know what that looks like. I mean, that's going to be different setup as far as, you know, the podcast goes. Because it's we'd have to tell people what time we're recording and then they'd have to call us between this time and this time. Right. You but know. we could do that too. I don't have it in me to put up with the bullshit in my face anymore. It's one thing to know it exists out there. It's another thing to know it's right next door to me. And it's an even other thing to put it in my face and make me have to communicate with it. Not interested. I'm not interested, Lee. Okay. So not we interested. are doing this for us. Um, <laughs> this is therapy. Yeah. Um, to create a safe box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of our own so that we can express ourselves. Yeah. And so other people can know that they aren't alone. Yeah. Yeah. And if they feel like their mojo connecting with our mojo will help make things better, then let's connect mojos with each other. Uh-huh. In some way, shape, or form, whether it be via email, telephone, you know, whatever. Right. Let's make a connection. And since the day we started talking like this, I felt like I was very doom and gloom about where the world is headed. And talking to you and remembering the lead that I fell in love with <laughs> when I was in college <laughs> was not was that you are that person. You see it as we're going to band together. We're going to fix this problem. We are going to get through this. This is what we're going to do. This is what we do. And I'm telling you, Chris tries to do that for me too. He does that for me and he does it well, but I'm in doom and gloom mode pretty bad with this whole thing. Well, it's hard not to be because it's, you're you're still in shock. Right. You got to process it. You know what I mean? I still Um, can't believe we came to this. How did we break ourselves this bad? I used to be so proud of carrying an American passport. I know, and now it's so embarrassing. We're broken. Like, we're so broken, and people don't see how broken we are. And people just go about their day-to-day life shopping on Amazon, you know, like, yippity-yay, going to this class, that class, Pilates is awesome. But, like, this is really happening. We're watching everything break in front of our very own eyes and ears. We're watching it. Facebook is giving us front row seats. Every single one of us. It's giving us all front row seats to watch the shit break down. And they got straight up Truman Show people running it from Russia. So they're like putting out some phony shit for us to all fall for. Yeah, and they say it's phony. They're saying everything else is fake news, fake news. But then they're putting out fake news. It's all you know it's propaganda it's constructed constructed material and i don't even know which way is up anymore so i wrote here look i wrote shot what look at my notes can you see my notes can you even see my camera 
Yeah, I do when you don't move them and you, you put oh, them here. straight. Yeah, but I move <laughs> I move your I move your okay. So this says you see that? Seventy happy. No doom and gloom. <laughs> Legit. I really look at it like I'm feeling a little bit like that. And I don't want this podcast to be depressing. I'm not trying to press depress folks and I'm not trying to feel that way and you know me I'm not that person like everybody always says oh she's so positive blah 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 and all I keep thinking when I hear people say I'm positive I'm like (laughs) we need to empower people yeah because I'm down to be empowered (laughs) is there a pill you can can take this is the one way of doing it You're going to empower yourself, and then this is going to let you see how many other people feel the same way you do and want to do something about it, and they're willing to listen to your voice on what to do. This is your inf- your way to influence, although you don't care if they listen. I don't the care if they who listen. Need to listen are going to listen. And I think about, like, I think about, like, should I be doing something you know, more impactful with my time when it comes to changing the way those systems set up, yada, yada. I don't know what I mean. I might be too lazy. I might just be too lazy for that shit. And I'm sorry. I apologize. I know you can't complain about it unless you're willing to get involved. You know what? Everybody's got a part, but right now, the revolution will not be televised. It It cannot be. be. (laughs) It will be streamed. Okay. Shit. And that's what's up. <laughs> you are doing something. Yeah. Maybe it's not what you think you should be doing or what you want to do, but you're doing something. I mean, I go to all the marches and all the things that I can go to, and I vote the way I can, and I support groups and, and organizations that I think I'm making a difference with. But sometimes I just want to, you know, chain myself to the White House door and be like, you cannot break my country. <laughs> Well, maybe that's what we need to do. I think we need to do something a little bit more provocative than what we have been. It's not working. Whatever we're doing, it's not working. And they're literally talking about, he's asking them to to stop the investigation into him. Like, yeah. he's really literally got the gall to ask them to stop investigating him. You, don't investigate me. I might have worked with a whole other country to ruin us, but don't investigate me. Like, you can actually do that. That's a thing. Uh, no, that would be a conflict of interest. What if Barry would have done that? What if Barry would have done that? I wish Barry would have just barricaded himself up in the Oval Office and, yeah, and never left because that's all that was going to stop this. It's madness. But, yes, okay, so all that being said, I got to find this whoopee thing. I don't want to look it up that way. So if you look up whoopee on YouTube and you look up Everything is kind of got this weird angle of Wookie, Whoopi explodes. I only said Wookie because my kid's watching Star Wars. That that's why Wookie <laughs> came out instead of Whoopi. Um, but the second that you look up Whoopi, if you Google Whoopi Goldberg right now, like it'll say Whoopi Goldberg attacks Janine Pero. Like it's like all kinds of weird. And I think that's the type of way that they infiltrate all the information that's out there. They get their mm-hmm. dirty shit up there with Google ads and everything the up there to retell the story from their vacuum. Yeah. Um, so if I look up the view episodes, that's the way I find it. Remember, um, 
Money Mike's uh, stand-up where he was talking about the uh, insurgents. No. And how George Bush defined the terrorists as insurgents because nobody has any connection with any insurgents. You like shit. I don't know no insurgents. Go them up then right shit. right 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 so the wording the insurgents yeah you know the wording the same shit except for now they're saying they're criminals they're coming in here to attack our country they're coming in here illegally same thing all you got to do is criminalize somebody or now make them a terrorist and it's all in popping but how is Vlad, you want to do how is putin not a terrorist how is 45 not a terrorist. They are literally going for right now they the control the media. Of op- they control pop- propaganda so they get to d- tell the story that's in front of us all. We got to do what we got to do to tell the contrasting story. You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as they'll let us. Sorry. Well, that's what we're doing here. Okay, listen to this. I wanted to get into the book a little. You tackled the anti-Trump conspiracy in your new book called Liars, Leakers, and Liberals. Now, that title could be offensive to some. Um, <laughs> in no, today's I, age, I, you think? A lot of people, I thought she was describing the Trump White House. Liars, <laughs> leakers, and liberals. <laughs> <laughs> why you wrote the book. Well, I wrote the book because uh, I have... I'm not an ideologue. I mean, I have been in the crime business for over three decades, and I think I said that before. And I know a con when I see it. (laughs) And I think that what has happened in the last... I think that what has happened truly... Everybody literally laughs at her for that. And everybody needs to be concerned about that. Lady Justice is supposed to be blind. And when you start creating fake... Uh, investigations, fake counterintelligence. You saw it yourself with Peter Strzok, who comes out and basically says he hates the president and he's going to take care of everything. They then go to a judge and get a warrant. That's a problem for me. And it should be a problem. Can I ask you just a warrant? Look, I've been a judge. I've signed those things. The warrant was based on a fake document by an opposing candidate in a national presidential race. This is what happens was in the world It's not only based on that, countries. and you know that. I do know. I, it it is is based based you just said that. you're not an ideologue. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I am in law let me, let me ask you the question. Right and do, you think, um, do you think Donald Trump embraces and embodies conservative ideology? Remember, yeah. he used to be uh, have a different position on pro-choice. Uh, he's imposing tariffs. He's against globalism. Do you think he is an ideologue that is faithful to conservative policies? You know, I'm not here to talk about what Donald Trump is and isn't. But you I mean, talk about, about it. No, you got to no, answer. You want to talk about the okay. You want to talk about Donald Trump. You tell me what metric in this country is worse off. Unemployment is lower than it's been in 50 years. Minorities, Hispanics, African Americans have jobs. Hate crimes are worse And wait a minute, the GDP. GDP under Obama was barely one. We're going up to four. She so, lied like six yeah, times there, by the way. I also think it's important, as we said, 89% of the Republican Party still supports him. He still has huge popularity in the country. And if Democrats don't get their you-know-what together, he's certainly going here's, to get reelected. Here's, my, you question for you. here's my question for you, because you talk about me. I am not, Judge. Nobody no, is. I, oh, yeah. Did you just point at me? Yeah. Listen, I don't have... 
Trump derangement. Let me tell you what I have. Okay. I have a lot of... I'm tired of people starting a conversation with Mexicans or liars and rapists. I'm tired of people starting a conversation about this Sixty-two years old. There have been a lot of people in office that I didn't agree with, but I have never, ever seen anything like this. I've never seen anybody whip up such hate. I've never seen anybody be so dismissive. I and clearly you don't watch the show, so you don't know that I don't suffer from that. What I suffer from is the inability to figure out how to fix this. That's my issue, but. One of the things that you talk about a lot, and I'm curious about it, is the deep state. How long has the deep state been there, and who's running it? Well, the, the, I want to answer your question because you gave you had to ask no, you a question. You had I, your I, opening statement, which was how horrible it is, that Donald Trump no, is talking no, no, about all what you, of these I'm people. Sorry, you know what that's what you horrible. said. You said, well, you know you said that when it was it's okay. be here end yes. up murdering the children of American citizens. You know what's horrible? What's when, horrible when the president of the United States whips up people to beat the hell out of people. No. Say goodbye. something I very rarely do. I very rarely lose my cool, and I'm, I'm not proud of it. I don't like it. But I also don't like being accused of being hysterical, because that's one of the things I try not to be on this show. So, have a great day. Go on, go on. Thank you to Anna Navarro. Thank you for watching. Thank you for coming. Take a little time to enjoy the view. Bye, y'all. That lady lied about a few things, um, but I'm not gonna. That's I don't. I'm not. In, I'm not interested in like fact checking her. She lied about a few things in there that weren't true. Whatever. Moving on. That's okay. Talking about the way Whoopi handled that. Uh, that's exactly how I feel. I am so frustrated that there's nothing I can do to fix this. I'm so frustrated because I knew it was broken before. Like I knew it. It was broken before. But at least it was shameful to be a bigot. Now it's not shameful to be a bigot. Why isn't it shameful to be a bigot? Damn it, you should be embarrassed. They have not changed at all. It's not that they're afraid of or ashamed of being a bigot. They were just embarrassed to let us know. It was taboo to discuss your racist thoughts and beliefs and your prejudiced attitudes. It's not taboo anymore. Why? It needs to be taboo again. Make it Why? Taboo. Because 45 has a lot of it. You're giving it. You're giving you it. You know, just like in any organization, it's top down. And yeah. he is, I can't even say, you know, commander in chief. I can't say the P word. I can't put him next to the word president. My kid, so do I, you know, my kid learned about 45 on President's Day at school. I had hid it from him that whole time. I had let him think Barack Obama was president. I don't blame you. <laughs> this last year was the first time that he had any idea that Barack Obama was not president. Because on President's oh. Day, they talked about the president. And I was like, I really tried to protect him from that truth. I don't blame you. It is. It's embarrassing. He's creating so much division and allowing people to create so much hate. Using all of that propaganda. I mean, he's got the power to tell the story right now. 
So, you know, what's crazy about that is, and not to, not to totally like go to a different subject, but it's kind of along the lines of um, something else I wanted to talk about, about LeBron and the school, uh, the promise school. And you oh, know yeah. how he said the same thing. I'm not, we don't have to listen to him talk about it. All right. But you know, he said the same thing. The president's being divisive. That brings me to the point uh, that we had covered before about kneeling and Jerry Jones, Dallas Cowboys owner, saying that, you know, his players are going to be required to stand for the national anthem. They will not be allowed to be in the locker room. Re- required. Um, That's slavery. <laughs> if I'm a free person, I can do whatever the F I want to do. Especially when it comes to peaceful protest of my own country and my own citizenship and my right as an American citizen. I didn't stand for that song before Colin Kaepernick, just because, I mean, it, it, it doesn't mean what it means to them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, during the national anthem, I've seen most people at professional sporting events use the restroom during the national anthem or get condiments on their hot dogs at at during that. So I understand that you want the team to be uh, all about your, you know, promoting your brand. But the second your brand impedes on my rights as a citizen. Exactly. Now yes. we're talking about a totally different yes. story. And honestly, I ha- so I didn't do any we Chris and I usually do fantasy football every year. Mm-hmm. Not doing it this year. It's my own little way to say I'm done with it. It's just my yeah. little way because I don't want to watch those games. I don't want to support those teams. I don't want to support that industry. And what I really want to see is a bunch of football players decide that they will not stand for it and protest. And I wish and it's easy for me to say, you know, like if you're getting a jillion dollar paycheck, whether you've had it or haven't had it in your lifetime and now you're getting it, you don't want to let that go, which I understand. But but if we're truly patriots, we have to have some social responsibility and civic duty. We have to be accountable. We have to take responsibility for what is going on and whatever we can do, whenever we should do it, however, whatever platform we have. And if we don't have any, we need to create one because we need to count, have a counter story to the narrative that they're telling. I mean, the strategies are always the same. Label people, discredit people, lie, mm. hide the truth. Not, I mean, look at how they did Whoopi. Mm-hmm. They totally disrespected her, got her out of her square, pointing at her, talking about... Um, she was hysterical. Well, the lady she said, displayed her yeah, passion. the lady said she the lady said she suffered from Trump delusion or some term she had. Like basically accuse her of being crazy. Like basically accuse yeah. her of being crazy. Which is yeah. what you and hear at the from end, that. will be interpreted as her being hysterical because that's the language that they use to put somebody in their place. Yeah. They use all kinds of words like hysterical, intimidating, unapproachable. Right, right, right. Irrational. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know the words. Emotional. (laughs) Right. Emotional. Yeah. 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 So anytime we have any kind of feeling about a subject or we don't agree or we present a fact that's counter to their argument, girl, yeah, you know, I wrote a poem about it. I know. That's what I wanted to end the show with. Our first podcast. We just went into the podcast. Um, we didn't necessarily intro it, but this is our podcast. I'm Shalini. That's my girl. I'm Leonica. 
And um, we've got this podcast now. And it's, what's the name of it? The name is We Don't Care If You Listen. That's, that's it. <laughs> that's right. I don't care if you listen. Because you're care. probably not going to agree with me anyway. Did you decide it's We Don't Care If You Listen or I Don't Care? Because I need to figure out if we need a logo. <laughs> I, like, I don't care. I don't care if you listen. That, All right. Yeah, that, that's how it started. So... Okay. Well, I don't care if you listen is the name of this. We basically, um, we set it up for you. We told you we've been looking for outlets. I've been looking for outlets. This is why um, I'm doing this. I'm a former radio broadcaster and um, I left radio in 2009. Um, after I, I left in an ugly way. Um, I had one of those days where it was kind of the straw that broke the camel's back about you be the woman on the show. We need you to do the woman's job and be in the woman's seat and you cannot lead the show because you are a woman. And um, I had had it. That was the last that could handle that. I I didn't understand it. I don't understand why my genitalia dictates whether or not I should lead a show or not lead a show, but it did. And it was enough of that. And so I ended my relationship with radio. I mean, I walked away from radio, basically uh, left the whole thing there. Um, been around, uh, worked with the Small Business Administration. My husband and I opened up a shop in Michigan. We've recently moved to Florida. I'm doing some stuff with children's music down here. Leonica, you, uh, your resume obviously is huge, but you know, tell the people a little bit about yourself. Well, basically, I've worked in child welfare for 20 years, and I have a natural hair and social blog. So I'm all about change and getting things done and. I don't care if people listen to how I think change should happen, but I think if people would listen, the world would be a lot better place. But <laughs> but I'm with you. I feel like I can see things that are going to happen. Maybe that's where the doom and gloom part comes in, where I try to avoid being, being doom and gloom because I sometimes feel like I can see stuff and it, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. See stuff is the right way to put it. So I won't go into that because it sounds a little... What did we say? Irrational. Yeah, it's, it sounds a little you irrational. History. <laughs> you know history and the events today. I mean, the propaganda that's going around. You know, it's all. It sounds like World War Two, right before Hitler and Mussolini and all them lost their minds. I told my husband um, when November of 2016 happened because it was mm-hmm. it happened. It was like a bomb went off. It happened to us. Um, when it happened, I said to him, I said, the people who had to go through the Great Depression, how do you think they would have prepared themselves? If they could talk to future them and say, this is coming for sure, this is what you need to do to prepare, what do you think they said? And he was like, come on, it's not that serious. Come on, come on, come on. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Me and my husband talked about that too. What do you think they would say, Shell? Oh. What do you say? Well, I hope they would say buy real estate. Um, don't trust the banks. Don't trust the banks. Um, I'd hope they grow would say grow your own food. Grow your own food. <laughs> and you know what I keep telling my son? I keep telling, yeah, learn how to manufacture water. Come up with ways to manufacture water. I live in a great place steak. And there is water poisoning all over the I place. Know. I, I mean, know. they've got PFAS now in Battle Creek, Allegan County. But do you know they're giving, Nestle, they're giving Nestle water to bottle for like nothing, for damn near nothing. 
That's what Michigan is doing. They're literally giving away water to Nestle to use for nothing. They're not getting a school out of it or anything. The scary part about that is what's in that bottle of water? If there's PFAS all over the state, if there's lead and water throughout the state, what's in the bottle of water? I'm afraid of bottle of water. Come back with me. Come back here with me. Come back, come back, come back, come back. I'm here. We were talking, I told you, I was talking about where the world is headed and we were talking about what the Great Depression people would say, how they would prepare, right? What are we telling our future to prepare for? Okay, so, you know I waited till late in life to have a child. I mean, come on. Yeah, very. Yeah, you used to tell me all the time I was going to be an old mom. Look at me. I got gray hair with a five-year-old. kids are almost grown. Look, your kids are ready to get married and most of my friends' kids are ready to get married and I've got a five-year-old. But I waited. And the reason I waited is I was waiting for to feel right. And when Barack Obama was president, I felt like the world was on a great trajectory. He was making amends with other countries. We were going to become a global nation. People were going to all love each other. He was going to make sure that environmentally we at least got on some version of creating jobs with, you know, alternative energy sort, you know, like all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Good things were happening. And then boom, boom. Here we are back in 1846. <laughs> and now I feel I love my son. I adore my kid. He is my world. But I feel guilty. Like, I feel bad that I brought him into this. Because yeah. now it's almost like my kid is into Star Wars right now, Lee. It's almost how I want to explain the world to him. I want to be able to tell him, like, the galaxy isn't so far, far away anymore. The galaxy's right here. Yeah, there are people Dark who are trying to legit. destroy the galaxy. Yeah. And now getting back to what you're saying about the Great Lakes and the water and not trusting the water and all that good mm-hmm. stuff and Flint and what's happening in Grand Rapids. Article. Our planet is so that some women are choosing not to have kids. This is uh, from, mm. from Vice. Now I'm reading this article by Linda Yang. Um, it was published uh, December 14, 2016. Um so it's not yeah. a new article. I'm sorry. I thought it was newer, but in either way, it's 2016. <laughs> so it's even more December, mm-hmm. December 14th. Okay. So that even changes this even more for me. So I wasn't crazy. I knew, <laughs> but anyways, climate change is real. Uh, anthropogenic and only getting worse in September. Atmospheric carbon levels reached an irreversible tipping point. So this is in 2016. One that scientists have been warning us about for years. Despite this extremely worrying fact, President-elect Donald Trump, at that time he was elect, he once tweeted, the concept of global warming was created by and for the Chinese in order to make U.S. manufacturing non-competitive. <laughs> so he... Um, he just makes stuff up. Yeah, so that's what he had tweeted at one point. Mumbo jumbo. So now they're saying research shows future generations are going to be the ones to suffer the worst consequences of climate change, not us. In light of yeah. this fact, some women are starting to rethink the idea of having children. And of course, my son was already born at this point. So, you know, right. it's, he's here. But when I had him, when I was thinking about having him, it was definitely on a different trajectory. And apparently, you know, I'm not the only woman who's feeling that way. I think it's kind of trippy, you know, because what happens? Like, I don't know. I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens. Well, right, because the values that the country has shifted has shifted to aren't the values that we want to instill in our children. You know what I mean? Right. We don't want to teach them to lie, chill, steal, cheat, (laughs) all that stuff. We want to teach them to, 
prosper and love. And And you're supposed to tell them that by being fair and following the rules that you get ahead. But I can't say that with conviction now. No. No, it's kind of hard when the world is all about reality TV. It's it's a syndrome. It's a something. And it's It's all about ratings. And he's good at controlling the ratings so that we can't see what's really happening behind the scenes. What policies are he is he passing? What is he vetoing? Who's he what hiring? Other exactly. He vetoed something like last week or something. First time a president's vetoed something. Or... He's got so many firsts. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. It's what, embarrassing. What do you, do you ever have any thoughts about um <laughs> how Barack Obama handled um handing over the country to this maniac. <laughs> Do you ever have thoughts about how the hell he could Barack look at him? Obama and I'm out. And drop the mic. And just what he was like, I'm done. I gotta go. You guys elected this fool. I give up. I'm done. That's probably what he was thinking. Is if this is who you chose, I really can't do anything for you crazy people. I can't. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he was hurt. And to all just- the Christians and the patriots, those people who tell me they're Christian and patriotic and they support him because mm-hmm. of their Christian values and patriotic values. Cold he sold words. us he Cold sold words. us out. He sold us out to a Russian. And because he's white, you don't care. And um Ronald Reagan is rolling in his grave. I can't even believe it. The and king of the Cold War. So he so you're patriotic and you're Christian. Let me just tell you what Jesus had to say about refugees and taking care of them, especially the kids. Y'all are full Oh, uh, so many things that I don't even like to say those words. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But what they're doing to the refugees, kids, is nothing new. They've been doing that to kids forever. Stealing people's babies. Yeah, the disproportionality. Well, first it was not wanting to let refugees in. First it was not wanting to let Syrian refugees in. That was the first thing we got to hear from Donald Trump about, What that was so not Christian. And now... Mm -hmm. Tearing children from their parents is another not Christian. Not that there's a whole lineup no. of Christian behavior in his um in his day to day activities. About that because nobody has been payoffs. saying anything about it because it's been done since the beginning of time. They did it to the slave, the African, <laughs> they did it to the slaves. Yeah, when, when they came over, they did it to the Japanese. They did it to the Native Americans, and they've continued to do it. Minorities are overwhelmingly taking up the um compromising the foster care systems across the state you know i worked in child welfare for 20 years and that has not changed but nobody's talking about that it's only a big deal now because we have this influx of immigrants but african-american and hispanic youth have always been disproportionately removed from their families in this country you said you've seen in your time many instances where children have been taken away from their parents because of how the parents spoke to the authority that was in their presence. And because, because the authority didn't like the way the parents spoke to them in the tone, cadence, language, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, they didn't appreciate how they were being spoken to. That's when they decided to take somebody's child from them. Oh yeah. Who are you to speak to me like this? How dare you? Oh, now I'm afraid. 
Oh, I'm scared. If I'm afraid, how much those poor, how, how much those poor children feel? I must bring them to an environment that's more like mine so that they can feel safe, loved, and nourished. They feel like they're giving those kids a favor. And that's why they deported all the Hispanic parents. They're like almost 500 children whose parents have already been deported. And there is no way to figure out who those children belong to and reunify those children. They knew what they were doing. I think it's more than 500, by the way. Oh, it probably is now. I think it's a lot more than 500. It probably is now. I haven't looked in a couple of days, but yeah, it's ridiculous. And they knew what they were doing when they did it. There's no reason to create laws that criminalize people for wanting to give their families a safe and well, a safe environment, period. You know what I mean? They're coming from places where the drug lords and the gays are just ridiculous. There's a famine and sex trafficking. It's ridiculous. But we're criminalizing these individuals. And you know, if they were coming from other countries, well, we are doing that to Europeans. But that's because we're a good Christian country. I mean, that's we're a good Christian country. We're good and Christian and we're pro-life because life matters. Life matters in the womb. When it gets out, it's fucked. But in the womb, it matters. That's what makes my you head blow what? up. I bet. Yep. And there's some parent right now who's bought up in a fetal position because their child is here in the United States oh. and they are somewhere in Guatemala or Chile. Is Don't their lives matter? Oh, only certain ones do. I'm sorry I'm being so facetious, but I, that, that, it, it, that's yeah. the logic. That's no, why I can't get is. past the whole that's... Christian thing. These people go to church and will tell you they support this man and his policies. You go to church mm-hmm. and tell them you support that policy. Yeah, his law and order policies, which means that my sons are in danger every time they leave my house Mm, mm, mm. because they fit the description. Your whole family fits the description. I know. Yeah, I fit the description. Yeah. Speaking of the description, rest in peace, Sandra Bland. Much love to the, 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 the Bland family and every single person who stands up for themselves and has gotten hurt or has been intimidated because of that. Whoopi, we heard her talking about not wanting to be accused of being hysterical. And and you wrote an amazing poem that um, I think speaks to what you go through on a day-to-day basis that I don't think a lot of people think about. And I love the way that you worded it. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. I mean, you think when you thought of Sandra Bland, literally every time I see Sandra Bland, I think of you. I do too. It's scary. You fit the description. <laughs> I fit the description. God, I just need to shut up. No. If I tell you my what I know, it's just going to piss you off. Mm. I have no rights to tell you that I can smoke a cigarette if I want to in my vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I told you I saw on TV this Teen Mom show that is one of my guilty pleasures. I watch it. But this girl, Janelle, <laughs> she... um. She has a, a gun in a car and she chases this dude this dude down in a road rage incident. She gets t- pissed in, pulls a gun on him. And mm-hmm. then when the cop pulls her over, he says, you know, with her kid in the car, he says, I see your firearm sitting next to you. Do me a favor and just don't touch it. And I said, I looked at Chris, I was like, wait, they're not putting her down on her knees outside her door right now? 
Like, how how is that happening where the cop just nicely asked her to... Nicely asked her just not to touch it. And he wanted to chat with her. In God's land, that's okay. Especially for the good old boys and gals. You know what I mean? He wouldn't want to ruin her life by charging her with something like... uh, what is it? What would it be? Possession of a concealed weapon. Yeah, but what you if she what she pulled it on a guy? Like she pulled it on a guy. Like what if you pull it on somebody? Like you, is there, you don't get punished for that. Women are emotional. <laughs> you know, certain women, you know, it, it's permissible in that case, and we wouldn't want to ruin this good woman's life. This good old gal. She came from a good home. It doesn't even make sense. It's so ass backwards. I don't understand how anybody can justify any of it. How is it justifiable? And am I emotional about it? Yes. Am I somebody? Oh, well, I don't want to get into politics. Well, I'm glad that you can make the decision not to get into politics. That's really cute and adorable that you can't you can make the decision because quite frankly i'm feeling really affected by this stuff like really day to day and i'm looking at other people who are being affected by it day to day and i can't ignore it I do think you know that the, the voting rights act has to be ratified every couple of years yes by congress yes now that's up. he's got people ready to go to the supreme court we're talking roe v wade is on the table again I mean, and many many more Voters' rights. I don't know how this is going to go. They've already they let already have. the Russians infiltrate our voting system. They're just going to make the Russians now have delegates in, in the Electoral College, apparently. Yeah, I, yep. That's kind of how I see this going. And then they're going to send certain ads to certain people so subliminally they can convince them to vote for who they want to vote for. They, I mean, if their voting um, booths actually work, because how many ballots were corrupt? I don't think we're ever in the last have a couple election. of elections. I don't think we're ever having a fair election again. We haven't had one for a while. Yeah, Bristol, really Florida. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I don't think. I don't think that the the algorithms and the machines are ever going to be completely and totally pure ever. Ever, ever, ever. You know, I, I think I'll be glad when we can vote on our phones. Mo- mobile voting would be cool. But the security. But I'm not. I don't get paid for that type. Those types of decisions. But right, right. we know there's got to be the technology out there. What I guess gets me is the people who have the know-how and the capacity, and maybe don't even the, the money. Will. Yeah, don't. That's not their focus. And I don't know. I mean, I. I. That's why I always say, like, Lord, let me win the lottery. I'd be good. I'd be a good person to win. I, I would make sure right. a lot of kids got fed. I would invest some money on some world change, you know, like I would do some good like, and I, Mm -hmm. I, so, you know, but, but that's the world we live in. That's where we're at. I don't care if you listen is the name of our podcast. I'm Shalini. That's my girl, Leonica. We are creating a safe place for us to get on our soapbox. So, you know, you might agree with us. You might not, but we are going to say what we got to say. And I don't care if you listen. I don't care. Lee, can you read your poem for us? Can you take us out with that? Oh, yes. All right. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Next show, I think we want to talk about God. (laughs) That's funny. Um, But that's the next (laughs) show. Whatever that is. Yeah, the next episode or whatever you want to call it. Um, This is new to us. Thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for listening to a few potty words here and there. But this is the real us. This is how we feel. 
And without further ado, I don't care if you listen anyway. Really <laughs> but thank you. We do appreciate those of you who do. Don't come with all that criticism and complaints, because like I said, you don't have to listen if you don't want to. <laughs> Just shut it off. Just shut it off if you don't like it. Um, but but really, seriously, you can you want to talk to us or get in touch with us or maybe you want to be on with us. Um, in the show notes, you can see email addresses and you can get at us that way. And um, are we doing your? Are we doing this in honor of Whoopi? Are we shouting out to Whoopi? Because I really do got to oh, give it up. Yeah, to Whoopi. much love for the way she handled herself. And for Whoopi, she represented always. very well, and we related. Yeah, so many of us can relate, and that's exactly why I created this poem. And Whoopi, please know that I so admire the fact that you have had such a long and amazing career. Um, and have never kind of kowtowed to acting a certain way, talking a certain way, looking a That's certain right. way. And if you have, you had me fooled. So thank you for what you've done. All right, Lee, go ahead. Take it away. An Angry Black Woman's Poem, Part 1. Hell yeah, I'm an angry black woman. That's their story, and I'm going to stick to it. I'm angry. Somebody is always telling me how to be me. You're too aggressive. You're too intimidating. You're unapproachable. That's what they tell me. It's all good when I'm happy with smiles, but as soon as they disagree with my argument, <laughs> they attack my character. Everything associated with me becomes negative. My tone of voice, my fluid body movements, my facial expressions. It's all a problem because my energy doesn't match theirs. It's all a problem because I don't share their opinion. That's what makes me an angry black woman. They want to put me in a box, caged in like a wild animal. They want to fix me so I'm more like them. <laughs> they better stay away from me. I don't want them to feel threatened and have to call the police like I'm not professional. <laughs> I should be against the law. Don't get me started on these laws, though. They want my sons on the pipeline in the prison instead of a street name, Wall. My husband, my brothers, my uncles and cousins, they all fit the description. Police shootings, gang shootings, drug shootings. Black men and women are endangered species. Dangerous, lazy, over-sexualized criminals. Words they use when they tell their daughters to stay away from my sons. Marry anybody but a black man. He is the most hated man in the world. They think I don't know, but that's why I'm angry. I'm an angry black woman. It's their story, so I'm sticking to it. Their systems are designed to ensure my failure because I'm not mainstream. The research is there to prove it. It just goes ignored. My fiery passion is criticized, dismissed, and then punished. I am angry. I am black. I am woman. If that's what I am, then just let me be. I don't have to be like them. I don't have to be what they want. They don't have to be like me. They don't have to be what I want. I am angry. I am black. I am woman. Please stop trying to label, define, and limit me. I am angry. I am black. I am woman. If that's what I am, then just let me be. I don't have to be like them. I don't have to be what they want. They don't have to be like me. They don't have to be what I want. I am angry. I am black. I am woman. Please stop trying to label, define, and limit me. I am angry. 
I am black, I am woman, but one has nothing to do with the other. I don't care if you listen. Episode one. We'll see you for episode two. We out. Bye. <laughs>